0: Sailing air. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Welcome everybody to the first episode of F Stops Here. And uh, I'm my, my name's name is Joe, and I'm joined by uh, Josh and Zach. And you guys can go ahead and introduce yourself while we're at it.
1: Yes, I'm I'm Josh, drinking from a twenty four to one hundred five f four lens mug.
2: Nice. And I'm Zach, drinking beer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but don't you have a special mug?
2: I, I do. Yes. It's a custom pint glass that I got for Valentine's Day.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. What does it say? Because I couldn't see it from my end. but
2: uh, The eGolf Brewing Company.
0: That's sweet. Wow. Finally. There's Finally. a picture of him up on Untapped. if you're really
1: interested in seeing it.
0: Zach brews his own beer, just so everybody knows.
1: <laughs> That's... That's impressive.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's all right. So I think that this the first couple of these are probably gonna be a little bit interesting just to see how things go. But um I'm based out of uh Sunnyvale, California myself. And let's see what we have on this list. Uh primary shooting style. I don't where are we going with that? What do you shoot? Oh. I would say uh what I get paid for is engagement in What I get paid for is engagement and portraits. Uh, what do I enjoy to shoot is everything from my dog playing on the beach to uh, sunrise or sunset.
1: Um, my primary shooting style is wide open, up close. Favorite lens is fifty one four. I spent all last year doing second shooting for um, a uh, for. Uh, the the photography company I'm kind of on retainer for them this year but um, did, did a bunch of second shooting probably about eight or nine weddings last year and um, a lot of fun. It's actually more fun doing second shooting because you can take all the shots you actually want to take that you wish you could take when you're doing the formals so I had a blast with that. I've actually got probably about 8,000 raw files to go through to put wow. in my portfolio. That's impressive. <laughs> so, yeah, I've only scratched the surface with that. They're all on CD. Go figure. So, um, yeah, that's that's going to be fun. But, yeah, that's what I do. Um, I would rather be shooting airplanes and stuff. Cool, uh, I wouldn't I, say that out loud. In, in, <laughs> I, oh, we are live, aren't we? Yeah. I would rather be aiming Taking my pictures. camera towards planes at an air show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, not shooting points, but yeah, um, that's what I like doing. I like shooting inanimate objects and nature and stuff, too, so it's easier to pose them.
0: I
2: like (coughs) shooting babies.
1: (laughs) Used to eat them, but,
2: you know. Uh, so I'm out of Baltimore. Um, I do primarily shoot, um, newborns, moms, families, engagement. Really, just people in general. Um, I'm actually taking the exact opposite path uh, that Josh has taken, and then jumping (laughs) full-blown into weddings this year um, as a primary shooter. Uh, I I actually just booked my second one here for October, so that uh, it's going to be interesting.
1: (laughs) The uh, the bride
2: said she has. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the bride said she has got, um, 100% faith in me, so, she's a fool.
0: <laughs> I hope she's not tuning in right now. No, I don't, I don't no.
2: <laughs> I'm actually really, uh, I'm excited about this one. Uh, the wedding is, um, the wedding's local, but the reception is actually at Jeppie's. Really? Jeppie's, Jeppie's, how do you say it? I don't know, I've never been. At... I, I
0: know, I know what you're talking about, only because I'm yeah. from the full area. Faith. But other full people faith, full faith. That's Zach, do no. you want to explain it? Because I'm pretty sure nobody outside of Baltimore knows what it is.
2: Yeah, well, I don't either, so... Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me look it up. It's The a, entertainment it's actually, it's museum, a, I'm assuming, yeah, you're like talking a, about? Yeah, like a pop-culture-y type museum, I guess, entertainment. Uh, I'm looking at the web page right now. Uh, looks like a lot of comic stuff, uh, mm-hmm. special exhibitions. So
0: so the cool thing about that, we uh, we went as part of, uh, or I went as part of the... Um, Baltimore Buzz Brigade, when I was in Baltimore. And uh, what's fascinating about that place is there's like super long hallways that are basically entirely lit on the sides with all the stuff. And it's just like floor to ceiling framed like um, comics and prints of movies and all this kind of crazy stuff. And then people can walk into like individual rooms that are almost uh, loosely like around the exhibit like theme. Like there's like a big comic room, and then there's other stuff from like Star Wars and whatnot, and uh, it's um I don't if you ever saw my pictures from Big Fun, it's kind of like that. Like there's just a bunch of toys and comics everywhere, so it's it's a really cool place. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. Uh, and then uh, completely
2: in the opposite direction, the uh, the other one that I'm doing is on a farm. So
1: oh, that's yeah.
2: Really, just going to cover the entire gamut of light and. Shadows and scenery, and it's uh, it's gonna be nice. So it'll be interesting to see. That's for sure. Uh, I've got the um, I've got the permission from uh, from all of the parties involved to just talk about it as much as I want. So I um, plan on it. Yeah.
1: Great.
0: So, what is everybody shooting this week? Anything in particular? Anything special?
1: Um, there's actually a guy, Christian Gideon, I doubt he's watching this right now, but I'm kind of a fan of his, he's out of Missouri, um, christiangideon.com, I'm sure Zach's searching him right now, um, <laughs> but he's going to be in town, a friend of his is going to be up the street from me pitching for, um, uh, forget what baseball team up in Viera during spring training, so he was going to meet up with me, so it would be a chance to kind of meet up with somebody who I kind of like their style and. You know, I'm not trying to be like him, but it would be cool to, you know, hang out. I don't hang out with, you know, people of caliber beyond myself a lot, so it would be a great opportunity if I make that work, see how that goes. I've got a new Joby strap and low-pro bag that I got at sweet discounts to go try out this weekend, too, so that's where I'm headed right now. Sweet.
2: I'm actually not shooting anything this week, uh, so... <laughs> I'm actually not sure what. Yeah, well it's uh it's that weird first quarter of the year where I mean, maybe not in sunny Florida or California, but up here in the glorious terrible east coast, it's gray and lousy and cold and rainy and actually we're getting three inches of rain. But I think Florida got that this wow. morning. Uh, so there really isn't anything to do outside and then um, Really, not a whole lot going on. I know there's a couple of moms that are getting ready to pop that uh, we're going to be doing soon, and uh, a lot of birthdays rolling around for some newborns that I shot last year. But that's all in a couple next couple of months. So I did just do a um, uh, one-year birthday invitations. Uh, those haven't gone public yet at the request of the um, the client, but they were a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, if anybody has had a chance to check it out on on my blog uh got into a little tiff with Walmart about them which was pretty cool <laughs>
0: um, but
2: uh but yeah so joe what are you shooting
0: uh i'm doing a little bit more of project film this week um yes. i'm kind of gotten a backlog in uh, developing actually just because uh it's expensive <laughs> uh in i guess you don't large just, quantities yeah i know you just plug that you don't plug
2: you don't plug that into your computer and it downloads the photos
0: in a roundabout way, kind of, okay. but it involves a um I don't know, a film developer machine first, and then I gotta like plug that into the computer. So mm-hmm. that closet just
1: behind you'd be a great dark room.
0: Uh, probably if it wasn't full of clothes. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, eventually there are some places I've heard in San Francisco that I can do my own darkroom developing, and as this year goes on, now that I actually have more money to play with. Uh, I'll probably end up doing that in some regards. I don't think it's going to be a, like a total um, focus of mine necessarily, but it'll be nice to do to just kind of like tweak stuff. And then for, as for all of the stuff I do have developed, I'm planning on renting a scanner probably from Bar Lenses or something like that to actually scan all the negatives that I want to put in the book, like a better quality resolution. Because right now, what Walgreens is giving me, for instance, is JPEGs that are less than one meg in quality. So they're okay, but they just look grainier than they need to be.
1: Do a little Please research. you be- Got the negatives. Hmm? Please tell me you have the negatives. Oh yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Okay, good.
2: Okay. Yeah. Do a little research on that because um, there's a company. I have to look it up. I, I can't remember who it was now, but um, they do uh, what they call a shoebox special, uh, where okay. they ship you they ship you a shoebox and you fill it with your negatives, and for 200 bucks they'll develop everything in there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Develop or scan?
2: De- uh, well, I don't know. I didn't look. I don't shoot film. Okay, um,
0: yeah, because I don't need it developed, but scanning, yes, so that right. could be worthwhile.
1: Hey, I, I, I will say, word, word of caution with uh, Walgreens versus like shipping it out or going somewhere else, mm-hmm. um, there's a world of difference between having a guy at Walgreens develop your negatives versus somebody who's actually looking at each frame and checking color clarity and um, i when I was from the time I was 16 to the time I was 21 I shot straight film I went to uh, my local um, local place up the up the road they're actually out of business now, I'm just kinda sad but I I literally gave them probably about three hundred dollars a month in business between like Tri-X and all the stuff I was buying and all that I'd shoot you know, 32 exposure, 36 exposure rolls and not. But they would go through and they'd actually. I have some amazing, like, 4x6s that they printed for me just because they go through and, and expose and check each frame of that roll. Okay. So, I, I mean, it was. And then I'd go to, like, you know, I went. One time I went to, I forget where, and they were doing just basic, you know, Fuji machine process and all of that. And I was so disappointed. You know, it was just. And then so it made me go back. I mean, I paid through the nose for it. But the the image quality, I mean, just shooting on a Nikon FM10 with like a 70 to 200, you know, lens and all that. But the quality was insane. the The blacks were black, and the and they were using good Kodak paper and good Fuji paper, so it was it was really good. You know, it's just just thoughts. But
0: oh no, absolutely, yeah. And I've I found a um, of course a am blanking at it. There's a studio out of uh. Los Angeles that does stuff like that and you can actually mail your film to them wherever yeah. you're in the country and then like they'll develop it um, well <laughs> and then mail it <laughs> back to you. Um, so it's just... A little uh, bit
1: pricier than Walgreens, I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's I mean, expensive. right now... I'm sure it's worth every penny. Oh, well, um, yeah, and
0: I'm sure it is. And that's, that's the thing is I think as I go through this process, I'm going to start putting more money into developing. Right now I'm just trying to make sure stuff actually comes out when I shoot, because I mean that's the that's the main reason I did it is just to make sure that I'm a little bit better of a manual photographer than I was. Because if you screw up in film, you're done. You don't and you don't even know it. That's you're the wasting thing, money. Too. Yeah. Oh, thanks, yeah. Zach. No, so, no, no. I'm saying
2: if you screw up in film, that's you're essentially pissing money away.
0: That's true. That's absolutely true. You can't so, just erase the film. Well, you you can, <laughs> but not the way that I would want to. So.
1: There's, there's a delete button on that one, right?
0: Hey, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <All> trash
1: <laughs> trash the I can't
0: tell you how, I, I've already like, probably accidentally exposed 20 frames just by loading the film in to the camera during like when the, like, it's sunny outside or something. So there, you there, know, There's a
1: cable on the Golden Gate Bridge still ringing, why <laughs>
0: won't you delete? <laughs> so yeah, it's just something where it's been, a, it's been an interesting experience so far. And, you know, I'll never, I'm not going back to film or anything oh, like cool. that, but it's, it's fun to, uh, you know, kind of have a, a side project within a side project, arguably.
1: I mean, to be honest, one of the reasons why I went straight digital is because I couldn't afford to develop it right anymore, and it was just like one of those things where it was like, just for me, it was like, I knew what I was getting when I was paying through the nose for developing and paying through the nose for film, so I just, oh, did we lose that? Oh, there is. Right here. So, yeah, no, no. I. I I, I knew what I was, you know, I knew what I was getting, and uh, so it was just kind of like I figured I'd just jump in a digital, and actually I'm having regrets about it now, I wish I'd stuck with film a little harder, but... Well,
0: did you sell all your film stuff, or is that...
1: <clears throat> um, I made a um, questionable trade with my FM-10 that still looked brand new, that I treated like a baby in a $100 Tamarack bag with all the, you know, everything to protect it, used it for you. Um, traded it for an AE1 that I didn't inspect too well, so I haven't really shot any film on it yet. But I also have a um, Pentax Spotmatic that's about 35 years old that I shot a roll of film. The light meter didn't work, and I still didn't develop the roll. But uh, but yeah, the um, the uh, the cool thing about it is is I had to shoot guessing about all the exposures and everything. So interesting. But, Did it yeah, come out? I haven't checked the roll yet. I I lost it somewhere, so I gotta go find it and develop it. But I'll I'll develop it at Walgreens just to see what happened. Um, I've got a local place too. Um, I happen to be really good friends with the general manager of the the good photo store around the street. So, so yeah. But yeah, <laughs> so I, I get I get the hookup. He uh, he got me a pro bag uh, on Saturday for thirty bucks. Oh wow! Nice. Very
0: so, nice, but Yeah. So. <laughs> So you said that you you were shooting Nikon and you went Canon, and you shoot Canon now, right?
1: Yeah, um, uh, it's kind of a, I look at all my friends who have Nikon, and I'm kind of jealous, but at the same time, I've got so much invested in Canon now, and I've got so many friends who can lend me stuff, and I just know the system better, so I've kind of just stuck with Canon, particularly because, like, the stuff's cheaper, like, you know, if I wanted to go get a Rokinan lens or get, like, a, I don't know, like, you know, one of those you know third-party lenses. I know they're probably going to work better than trying to get a third party for a Nikon and then you know, crush your fingers and pray. And I don't know, it's just it's it's been a thing. I love my I love my Nikon glass and my Nikon film stuff, but um, I happen to find a, a a digital rebel on sale, so plunk cash down for it, and that kind of the started. <laughs> yes, XT baby, that thing oh, would nice. still work if I get the uh, the, uh to work. Well, it. I thought my
2: my XTI was old.
1: Ah, uh, no, I I've actually I've got some great shots from it because I, I put a 51.4 on it, and that's when I blew my brains out because I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like once once you go away from the kit lens, you know your mind's blown. Yeah. You're like, oh wow, you can actually take good pictures. You know, that's why I try to tell people I'm always like, go out, get a fifty one eight, go out, get something cool. You know, like. But you know, I know we're not trying to be a beginners uh, chat here. But
0: <laughs> well, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, yeah. having that, a, a that was my experience.
1: 1/8. I had a I had a wedding photographer who I know really well, um, RootWeddings.com. I think they're they're amazing people. They're awesome. He sold me his uh, his 50 mm 1.4 for 45 bucks. And I, I got right, mine for 50. I it still was use fantastic. It. <laughs> so nice. Very nice. So that's. Yeah, I would go back to Nikon, I think, considering how their new bodies are looking, but, you know, that's that's another discussion. For next time, hopefully. Yeah. Canon yeah. versus Nikon, the endless loop. Oh, yes. I well, know, oh, you yes. got
2: to throw Olympus in there, because I'm sure if Gene was here, he'd be having a fit about it.
1: He's going to wish he was here now.
0: Yep.
1: Although, so, yeah, I'm no. jealous of him having a uh, having a body cap lens. I think I, I need I need one for my 50D just to run around with.
0: So, do we yeah. want to start with the news stories that we were discussing? Yeah, we may as well touch on them because I don't. I think we'll run through those real quick. Mhm. Uh, I didn't put the first one on there, so whoever did I did. That...
2: Okay. Um, Go for it, <laughs> well, it, it's funny too because uh, so the article that we're talking about is um, it's from Peter Pixel. It was actually about. Um, an ethics breach in a prize-winning picture and um, it was a photo that looked like it was from an episode of duck dynasty yes yeah. with, a, <laughs> with a, a bigger guy with a beard and a shotgun and um, they called him a former marine corps sniper um, if anybody is actually watching and can get to the chat uh, i'm
0: gonna post it in well, there they're not going to be able to view the chat why not <laughs> because it's a hangout on air. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> well, I, I didn't make it. To... All right.
2: Well, we'll put it in the show notes that we're going to put under the YouTube video. Right, Joe?
0: Yes. Next time well, I'll bring a whiteboard and just hold up the link. We, whiteboard. I mean, I think the cameraman thing can work. Otherwise, I can just draw it on my iPad. Yes. But <laughs> I don't know you guys can see this because it's probably going to just be reflecting. So, turn That's your,
1: too meta. That's turn too your meta. phone down.
0: Oh. Anyway.
1: Wants to hear no. Did you just pull it out of bubble? Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> it's a speech bubble.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Oh boy. I
2: got it for I got it for babies and
0: kids, and families. All right. So now you have to write down the whole link. On that. I'm not going to. <laughs> uh, we'll so, anyways,
2: right, so this this article, uh, come to, but... yeah, come to find out, uh, it's also part of a series of uh, photographs that were taken. Uh, in Rochester, in a part of Ro- Rochester called the Crescent, which I guess is pretty rough. Uh, I stay away from New York as much as possible. Um, I have a friend up
1: there, and that's what he says too. It's that's a kind it's of rough, interesting area. Oh, so okay. I guess the, yeah.
2: the, the, whole big, the whole big thing was that uh, it wasn't actually a former Marine Corps sniper, uh, and was also not in the Crescent. So um, really, the article just kind of touches on the ethics of, of lying and, and photography and excuse me um yeah just kind of exposed it for what it was and i don't know we can kind of discuss i was hoping we could kind of go into just a discussion of ethics because i think especially with digital it's really difficult uh, to know whether or not things are 100% true or not i mean like i i posted a photo the other night of some incredible um sunsets that probably weren't that incredible but you know, with a little bit of touch-up and some color correction here and there, and, and changing the white balance, you can make it look. Now, don't get me wrong, my my Key West sunset photos that I took—if anybody saw those, those are 100% real. Yeah,
1: those those are legit. Um. <laughs> Joe's doing so- <laughs> Yeah. Thank is that you. showing up backwards? It is now, No, it's actually working. Oh.
0: Okay.
2: So. Yeah. Just, I mean, it was
0: just... just, just for the record, this isn't the first time I've done this in a Google Hangout. I like to uh, pretend this is like the ESPN board behind whatever the guy that does it um, on around uh, the horn, and um, I'll just yeah, be doodling well, um... random crap uh, throughout the entire thing. So just ignore it me. It needs
1: to be. It needs to be in some kind of subtweet context, like some something referring to something without referring to anything.
0: Yeah, and, and the great part about this is I'm getting Google chats while we're talking about people saying that better watching that are calling me an idiot. So it's even better.
1: <laughs> I, I think the the weird thing is I know not everybody's read the article, but mm-hmm. the thing that struck me is I think in the middle of all that, it seemed to be like they're also calling into question the fact that he had posed the shot rather than shoot it like a photojournalist
2: yes. Yeah, but he but he was at the gun range and basically asked the guy to 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 pose.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I guess the question is, you know, are journalists ever supposed to, or, you know, anybody for that matter, you know, like a wedding photographer says, you know, I do photojournalistic style, you know, are you actually, you know, what what are we calling a question here, you know, should he be actually posed, I think, you know, is that kind of the, especially because he's from Magnum, you know, he's from, you know, the Robert Capa, you know, the Robert Capa, you know, um, I don't know, I've, Blanked on the word, but you know, the whole thing, Robert Kappa and uh, Henry Cario Bresson and a couple other guys started Magnum, and the whole thing was that, you know, even if it's the 11 frames that survived D Day, that's what I'm going to get, you know, versus posing some guy with a gun somewhere. You know, right. I think that's that, that was the thing that struck me in the article is that the whole, you know, he was posing this guy versus, you know, just shooting whatever was going on right then.
0: So, okay, so here's the question. As I adjust this damn thing, so I can actually not have some glare. Um, so I, I guess the and may, Zach, is this what you're kind of going at along the lines of, you know, when when do you touch up a photo and when do you tell people that you touch up a photo?
2: No, or, I just think like, it's 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 the whole lion thing. I mean, they got uh, I don't remember what the article was exactly or or where the photo was taken or from what it was, but uh, there was just here a couple months ago uh, they they busted a guy for. um, or they disqualified him because he, he instead of, it was a, it was a really nice-looking picture. Uh, we can't see that because sunny California sucks. <laughs> uh, and you've got way too much glare uh, here on the
0: uh, real... Uh, my blinds are closed. Here, uh. on
2: the, here on the real coast, where it's not 5.30 fake time. But... Fake it really fake kind time, of,
0: okay.
2: It, it, the, the, but that article, that particular article was... Um, it mentioned how the, the photograph was of like tribesmen or something. I don't remember what it was. I'll have to find it later. But essentially what happened was he, the guy, did nothing to the photo except spot remove a person. from. Yes. The, I remember that? Something. And they said if he would have cropped him out, the photo still would have won. But because he digitally manipulated it. because That he, was,
1: that he, National he, Geographic it, picture or something?
2: Yeah. Or, yeah. Let me see. I'll have to see was, if I can
1: find it. Yeah, that was yes. pretty crazy. I I remember what you're it's talking about. I can't remember can. the, I can't remember the actual, um, actual thing. But yeah, I, I know what Zach's talking about. Yeah, that 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 was pretty crazy. Like, you know, we found out you pulled somebody out of the picture. So guess what? You know, we're pulling this shot from the winning category.
2: Yes, uh, I found it. Hold on, let me
1: do this here. Uh.
0: Go ahead and screen share that. Yeah,
2: so uh, this is the this was the photo right here um, that actually... Yes. That that won. Whoops. I just made you guys a giant. So this is the photo that actually uh, won and then was disqualified. And um, what... Uh, I don't know what that
0: is. What is cameraman? Sorry, I'm trying to make your screen be open all the time. Oh, I gotcha.
2: So this is the photo that actually won. Um, and they said if you would have cropped it, I don't know if you can see my mouse, but if you would have cropped it right here it would have been fine. But instead what he did was he digitally removed this part here on the left. Yeah. And that disqualified the photo. So it, it it's kind of, you know, it just kind of calls into question you know, how much are we really seeing real and where does where do we ethically draw the line and and I don't know, it just um yeah.
1: So, yeah, no, I mean that that's actually it touches on something that's kind of at the the core of what I do is like, you know, that's the whole thing of, you know, I don't use full Photoshop right now and one of the reasons why I never have is because it's been too tempting to go in and like, you know, the bride has that one little distinctive mole or, you know, something like that and it's like, you know, do you get rid of it because you want to make them happy or do you leave it there because, you know, I don't even want the option to do that so it much like a can I can't worms. Yeah, I I, I had, you know, if I'm asked to do it, I'd have one bride, and she had, like, she was a young girl, so she had, like, you know, the whole, you know, all the, some face acne and stuff, and the makeup kind of covered, so I kind of cleaned that up, but I, I didn't do it too much, because at some point I felt like I was actually, you know, and I, I know people that do the full, I'm not detracting from people that do the full artsy, you know, cleanup thing, that's their thing, but for me, it's, ethically, it's like, I prefer to actually take the picture now that that's what I shot, and that's who they are, you know, so there's there's a thing between you know removing something and then actually taking away from what that picture is and taking away from your own like I guess integrity. Is that that's well, the right? When
2: does it when does it stop becoming photography and when does it become start becoming art?
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know, are you trying to do art or are you trying to do photography? I mean, right. you're you're shooting a photojournalistic shot and you pull something out of that shot that you right in that moment took, you know. And, you know, people call that into question, and they'll call you out for it, you know, because you're advertising yourself as, you know, photo journal, photojournalist journal, photo or whatever. And, but, yeah, I mean, that's the... Pardon me, got a dry throat going on here. But
2: well, that's another thing, too, is this, uh, what I didn't mention at the beginning was I actually got my start uh, working for um, just a small local news site. I was doing some freelance work for them. And one of the things that my mentor at the site had, had constantly tried to drive home was remember that you're trying to get these, these photos to look as true to the form that they actually are, you know, going straight into the lens. So very little touch-up gets done on that stuff. And, and if we're going to start, you know, if if the drive is is to these really nice pictorials and in, in magazines and everything else, somewhere that line's got to be drawn. So... Yeah. So we can uh, probably, move, probably move on to the next topic. Otherwise, we're going to yeah. to As you
1: say, that's the big disconnect that was lost in film versus digital, is the whole, you know, when you shoot something in film and you develop it, there's a lot, it's harder to try to hide what you shot. You know, versus like now digital. you can go in and you take a picture and you don't like it, you erase it. But I mean, what if that was the picture you were supposed to take, you know, like, you know. But so anyway, moving actually,
0: on. One of the people that are viewing it looks like, at the moment, the only person viewing. Ryan just sent me one, so I'm going to actually screen share it because it's uh, very timely about this, and it's from um, it's from Deadspin, and it's talking about how a Washington Post photographer's uh, wrestling photo was disqualified for being terribly oh, wow. photoshopped. And here, here's why, because this is the original image. Mm. Oh, and yeah. And this is what uh, was submitted yeah. so uh, yeah. so apparently he entered it but I, I guess you know it's uh, something where it kind of argues that um, let me turn the screen share back off it's something that argues you know and I, I don't know because I haven't submitted a lot of photos to photo contests but along the lines of you know how much digital manipulation can you do because Zach for instance he has a very uh, distinct shooting style and he's told me that I have the same. I'm personally I just like to really make you know skies vibrant and stuff like that um, to more rec- you know reflect what I saw in my eye, not necessarily what the camera came out with. Um, or like digitally adding the netting or something along those lines. So it's you know the, the question is like how far is too far? Obviously in this instance taking out somebody from the photo was too far. But yeah. you know, what if well, you know, what if he was just you know skin smoothing the wrestler?
1: Is that yeah, too much? you know, is there a line, or you know, where, where does that line start? You yeah. right. Because, I mean, if you're shooting that for art, like if that was going to be something you frame and put on a wall for the wrestler, I could see pulling that guy. But if you're going to advertise that and enter that in a contest as something that yes, I was there and I took, and this was the that moment, that you know that that very Kodak moment right there and then you pull that part out I mean you know that that I think that's where people are you know if, if the guy put it in a gallery and called it hey this is my art, artistic picture or this is like my art you know I think there would have been a lot less in question because there's different ethics for different you know whatever you put that label on you know I think that's that's what people are you know that's what people call you out on is what you're actually calling your stuff
0: all right. So, should we go to the next topic? Because I think we could probably go down the rabbit hole for this for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Here. Yeah. That's All kind right. Of idea. Uh, so, the next one we have, and I'm going to go back to screen share briefly, is uh...
2: Joe? It's Dead Air. <laughs> the, what picture,
1: here? <laughs> the, pi- the picture that <laughs> just screen has frozen on. Wireless. Yeah. Oh, there hey. And I'm back. I think. Hey. Yes. We're, we're just talking nice things about you. Yeah, about oh, great.
0: Well, thanks. It looks like it kept it, so everything looks normal. Alright, anyway. So um, my computer's being a little finicky. But it was basically an article about on NGadget about how Aptina just released 1080p and 4K sensors for cell phones. And while I definitely think that having a few more megapixels don't would necessarily hurt. I think that many people were ignoring the other part of that side is that without glass, you don't really have anything. Wait, what? The sensors are great, but without having good glass, yeah, but they can put a
2: they can put a twenty-eight millimeter one-eight lens in a camera in a cell phone camera.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're putting the equivalent two point two hybrid. Yeah,
2: yeah, but whatever, right? That. Yeah. I Wait, think. That.
0: That, I
2: think. I think. So, I what I took from this more so than the uh, the the picture taking aspect was that I think that they're really going after like the all around video market because putting four K yeah. and mm-hmm. and ten eighty P. But you know what? Who has a cell phone that can store that kind of crap or the network ca- capability? You've got. We just switched our Verizon plan. We're now at seven gig. I can't put that anywhere unless I get to, a, you know, wireless. I, I can't yeah. put a five minute, ten eighty p, four k, whatever, <laughs> video anywhere. I can't upload the photos to, to any place. I. I think. I'm, um, I'm,
1: I don't know. I'm I'm trying to imagine the guy that's got the forty three megapixel sensor trying to upload his you know, four-minute video on Starbucks Wi-Fi while he drinks a latte. I, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. Like, how are you going to do that? I mean, <laughs> and then, and then Joe points, that was my big thing, too, is like, you know, you can have all that, and you can have, like, an clip for an 8-megapixel, you know, iPhone or whatever, but, you know, at the end, you're still looking through kind of crappy glass with a little sensor in there that's not, I mean that—that's why you'll—you'll you'll still see people pick up a DSLR because if you got decent glass there, I mean you can. All it takes is an eight-megapixel sensor to get a decent eight by ten.
2: Well, again, uh, this is now putting. We—I actually had a good conversation about this at work today. Uh, this is now going to create more armchair photographers. Yep. That they've got. Ooh, I've got four uh, K. Capabilities in my cell phone. I'm gonna go shoot a wedding. You know what that camera phone doesn't give you is experience, or an eye for art, or any of that crap. Plus, yeah. I really need to see four K videos of your cat or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it's. I think I, I don't.
1: I don't want to knock the people that are gonna go use it or the people shooting with iPhones and stuff. I mean that it's cool and all, but at the same time, you I don't think. That just be you know the people don't understand that just because you have something like tech spec giant megapixels doesn't mean that you're going to be able to do the most amazing things with it. It's it's about who's behind the camera really. And you know, that's that's kind of my opinion. It's like once you know what to do with it, you know I I will school you with my Rebel XT because I can operate that with my eyes closed and I know what's going to be bad from it, what's going to be good from it. You know and and not to bring up a sore subject or get anybody mad because I know this will come out later and then somebody will drop me a comment but you know that that's that's how I feel it's like you know if you if you know how to use what you've got then the megapixel wars and the 4k wars and all that really don't have to affect you you know I mean it's 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 just every all the manufacturers are shooting for whatever has you know can we get to triple digit you know triple digits in front of the you know the two little letters MP or whatever you know I just I I don't know I, I think it's you know, we don't want to get trapped in these wars, and then lose sight of the fact that we're, you know, screwing over our talent. You know, we're screwing over it, our ability to do our job.
2: And it's diminishing returns too. It's, it's actually. This is um, it's. <clears throat> I, I I know I told Joe earlier today. That, Joe, are you still here? You're not moving.
0: No, I'm here. Blank. I'm listening. Uh, uh, I, I, I have a response. I have a response prepared. <laughs> I have I know, a response prepared. I'm just waiting I know, for you uh, to
2: talk. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, I know I told Joe earlier that I didn't ever want to get into uh, like a, a tech talk or anything here, but Sony just talked about the, the PS4 and um, people were going on and on and on about, about the graphics and how, and I saw a, a really good um, infographic about why,
1: about the diminishing returns of graphics. I've got steady connection no matter what. I've got Fios. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I really think it's probably my computer. So I just totally killed my um, Safari browser because it's been giving me crap.
2: Yeah.
1: Safari.
0: Anyway, so I'm <laughs> sorry, Zach. I, I know I interrupted you mid-train of thought.
2: So I'm um, actually seeing if I can find it here. But basically um, what they, they kind of broke it down to was that it's... The polygons, and you can only add so many more polygons to graphics before you don't notice a major difference. And I think that's kind of what we're going into with um, with these the, the the megapixels and and all this other crap. Is you're just not going to be able to tell a difference anymore. And then they got to figure something else out to yeah. increase a number. And and eye. are people really using their cell phone cameras for that? Like, is it really?
0: That well, important, uh, I think gotta... it's a, a couple a couple parts because I mean you have the, the mantra the best camera is the one that's with you which makes sense. I mean it, it does. And then you also have along the lines of something where I think both people that have you know quote unquote armchair photographers as well as wanna be pros who buy the 1dx and a 2470. And then next thing you know, they're like, "Oh, I know how to use this." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you kind of haven't even scratched the surface." And Zach, I know you're trying yeah. to show something here. Oh so. no,
2: when well, you, you finish your oh, yeah.
0: But yeah, I, I think that that you know, this is kind of also harkens to the Instagram battle of, you know, what's what's a good photo, what's oh, a good camera, started, what's a good photographer. Cool.
1: I, you 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 guys know uh, if you look at my Facebook or you know my Twitter stream on the weekends, Instagram. I'm I'm a hardcore Instagrammer. And honestly, I, I don't, I'm not using it because it's a good camera. you know. I'm, I, it, it's literally the camera I have in my hand when I'm driving in the car and I see an awesome sunset and just something that catches my eye and I want to capture that. So uh, it, it's just, it ends up being...
0: <laughs> oh, was I supposed to bring my Nerf gun to this party?
1: No, keep going. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Josh. I was bored, bored with Instagram. Talk,
1: but yeah, no. I, it's just it's my it's my diary of the stuff I see when I'm not hauling around a camera with a, a lens. You know, you don't so,
2: think you your
1: know, camera with this, so I'm you not go? gonna I'm not gonna knock the Instagrammers, but I'm not pretending that I'm doing pro client shots with it or I'm using it because the megapixels are awesome or because whatever is awesome. yeah I'm not gonna you know carry that around. I'm just that's kind of my the one thing I found that works for me to to do something fun. Well, sure. It's great for sharing pictures of beer. Are we gonna see
0: your face again?
1: Yeah. I'm this. I'm
2: trying to. This was the picture that I was referencing. You okay. can see the diminishing returns mm-hmm. between the last two. They literally added uh, what fifty four thousand more triangles, and you got nothing. Yeah. So I think I think that's really kind of what it's it's boiling down to is we can only fit so many megapixels into a sensor before we really stop seeing any difference. Well, uh, I. I've-
1: I don't know, I've talked to a lot of people about this and I used to do a heck of a lot of audio recording. That's kind of my other background is audio stuff. And the whole the whole point is is that there's the whole argument of, you know, recording in 96, you know, kilohertz or you're recording in ultra high quality at some point. You're taking all of that and you still have got to send a master in uh redbook audio which is 44.1. And so it's the same thing with pictures. That's at some point you can shoot these really high resolution shots with giant megapixel sensors and all this stuff. And at some point your client's gonna end up putting some JPEG up there that you compressed in Lightroom or Picasso or you know, some some whatever you use to compress. Or Facebook's or gonna take care out. of it for you. Yeah, and and right. you know, and it's the same thing. It's like when you go to if you look at audio mastering studios, they have these two little speakers that are designed to replicate like little two like one mono and and like the car, like mono earphones and car speakers and stuff, because they at the end of the day they still have to master for mono and they still have to master for somebody's crappy speakers to make sure it works right. So it's the same thing. It, you know, you can get this super high ultra quality, but at the same time, I guess you know it depends on your audience and depends on you know at some point your image is going to get compressed and somebody's going to look at it, either say that's a great image or it's not, and they're not going to judge it by you know, was that shot on a, you know, a D800 versus a Canon XTI, you know I mean? Right. They're going to judge the, it based on what they're seeing.
0: Because eventually, if the trend is going the way that it is, you'll have basically people shooting gigapixel images all the yeah. time. And it's like, hey, you know, here's a, here's a gigapixel of London that I took yesterday. Go zoom in to, if you're bored. They're going to have
2: to scale it down to fit it on hard drives because they can't keep up. Yeah. Right. Or the network or, bandwidth isn't there to transfer it to Flickr so that they can show it off.
1: Or, or once the hard drives catch up, uh, you know, if they catch up, you know, the next thing's going to be the 2 gigapixel image. And, right. you know, it, it'll forever be the, you know, I mean, we, we laugh at the 256 SD card, you know, that the link you put up, what was it, Petapixel or whatever? Yeah. The, the 256 megabyte card for like nine 900, or 900, um, $99 or whatever at what Office Depot, I think. And I and have one yeah. of those in my camera
2: bag. <laughs> I actually have a sixty-four meg compact flash card. Nice, nice. Yeah.
1: I, I I still have my um my audio files for a piece of audio gear I've got on um the the three five floppies still I still have those three five floppies. Nice. Hardcore. Yeah, yeah I mean it's it, everybody. It's the one up thing. It's the difference between you know are you gonna keep just. Trying to keep up with the Joneses or do what you do best. I mean, you know, that's. I guess it's the eternal question. I mean, you know. When well, you am a gearhead, see. but I'm glad I can't afford it all because I don't need it all.
2: And you can even see kind of um, the pro and prosumer and consumer <laughs> camera makers have really kind of shied away from the whole megapixel. Thing. Sure, they're making 4K, and I think even 5K is being discussed right now, but
1: you uh, know, that's it's, kind it's of already on the board. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of already yeah, but that's kind sure.
2: of being marketed towards professional
0: filmmakers. And it's marketing BS, but that's a whole another discussion.
1: Yeah don't, yeah, don't believe that your GoPro Hero 3 is actually shooting 4K. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. interpolated, correct? So it's just something where they're just guessing the spots between to make it 4K. So yeah, I mean it's four K, but even the red cameras don't truly shoot four K right now. They shoot under four K, and then they, you know, extrapolate it up. Did you
2: count the pixels?
0: What? Oh, I didn't. But somebody who has way more time did. (laughs) And how do you know? And how do you know? Yeah, how do I know? Fine. You do I'll send you the link afterwards. I, I don't do want
2: know. to read a link. I want you to count the pixels, and I want you oh, to film it with a, a GoPro in 1080p. Yes. I film you counting the pixels. Uh. It'll be meta.
0: All right, so, but, Zach, to kind of get back on topic here, the, you did raise a good point that I was, uh, I want to, I think we can probably finish up our conversation with, is I think that the pro and the prosumer, like, genres are blending, at least with canon. And you can kind of see this because Canon um, is now, well, I think Canon is now shooting. Hey, um,
1: prosumer, wasn't e- prosumer wasn't even a word, what, three years ago? Okay,
0: fine. Consumer
1: <laughs> consumer, and pro. If we want to go that way, then fine. Yeah, I think that's, that's what you're
2: saying. I think you're seeing the prosumer take a step back into the, the consumer. Right. And the consumer's just taking a step forward into this, hey this is better than your point-and-shoot but hey we have the and shoots that are pretty good too and then we're going to have a mirrorless and it's yes! like four thirds but I think you're always going to have a specific oh, that was weird. I think we're always going to have a specific pro professional line of bodies and lenses with Canon. It's the L and their 1D's and their 5D's and whatever they're going to come out with next um, and then you're going to have the step down for the people that you're always going to have the the base model that you can go to the Walmart or whatever and get and Uncle Joe has it and he's going to bring it to your wedding and he's going to be your wedding photographer whatever yeah yeah uh, you're always going to have that so I don't yeah I, I guess I can kind of see what you're saying the the melding but I don't think it's a melding of pro and prosumer I think it's a melding of Because, like, look at the six D, the Canon six D. That's not a that's not a consumer body, right? But it's not really a pro body either, because it is full frame and it's got the higher megapixel rating. But it's still got parts that make it closer to their sixty D and their. I think they're making that a seventy D now, and
1: and but they they know they know how to they know how to handicap the prosumer from from you know like we're gonna give you. Like, you know, was it 11 point AF versus was it 39 on the 5D right. Mark III? Right. You know, there's certain handicaps, but at the same time, we're going to offer you this really cool Wi-Fi option that actually works really well. So, right. you know, it's, you know, it kind of, the pros know what they're going to get. They're going to go get the 1DX and they're going to go get the 5 B Mark III. Because, because they, they, don't they don't need geotagging and they don't. They don't yeah. need
2: all that Wi-Fi connectivity because. But
1: you know, for for me with the kids, that wants the really awesome camera at some point. Once you know, if I'm going to get a bunch of clients, that are going to pay me a bunch of money, and I want to step up to, you know, the full frame. You know, for something cheaper with the cool Wi-Fi thing, where I can step into the frame and take a family picture because my wife's always complaining about you're never in the pictures. You know, <laughs> so you know, it it gives me the cool option to still be the photographer. So right. you know, you know, and I kind of feel I'm. I'll admit, I'm kind of in the prosumer <laughs> Sorry. Hold on. Keep talking. Uh, I'm, I, so, I, I'll, I'll admit, Joe, I'm in the prosumer range. I'm going to put that out there. People. Yeah, check.
0: well, okay, so where I was going with this um, yes. is that, and I'm trying to actually, like, find the example online, and I'm a little distracted, is I know Canon recently just up, uh, released upgrades to a couple of their lenses. I want to say one of them is a 35mm, but I could be wrong. But they up they released upgrades to their lenses that all it had new was IS. And right. it, we're and gonna I, take it, a
1: free it's a five hundred dollar lens and we're gonna yes. put IS in it and charge you eight ninety nine for it, you know, like
0: Exactly. And I think the reasoning behind that, besides them wanting to make money, uh, is that it, it's something else that you can market to a prosumer, quote unquote. Because hey, it's got IS, so you can take pictures and have them not necessarily be as blurry because your hand shakes.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, I have I have a friend that's doing legitimate good video work and all that, and he can't, you know, he can't afford to go out and get like some C100 cinema camera, or whatever. But you know, he can do his T3I, gets some decent video, and he's, you know, if you give him an, a. I see that look. But no, I mean he's he's doing good stuff with a T three I and you give him an IS lens and you know, he's able to upgrade his glass, still get a decent image oh, and yeah. you know, get what he does done and still, you know, pay for food for his family, you know.
2: Right. Well I think that's I, I think that's a good indication of where Canon's mindset is, is and, and I don't think anybody will really disagree. I think Canon's going after the film market.
1: Oh, no no the, question. The, the, I mean the moving
2: picture market, not film camera market, but well, I, think I
1: mean it, what why else is the new kit lens on the prosumer ones, the twenty four to one oh five IS F four? You know, why why that and then you know, you, you look at it and I was thinking about it this morning, I really think that Canon's starting to concede the 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 full on camera game to Nikon and Nikon's conceding the video. This is just an observation, you can call me out on it, but I think Nikon's conceding the video because I don't know a lot of people shooting video on Nikon, but I know a lot of people shooting video on Canon. You know, I mean, everywhere you go, this ad was shot on a 5D Mark II and all this stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, but I have friends that are buying Nikons and none of them are buying it for the video. They're buying it for the image, you know, the actual still image, the the camera, you know, that's what they're doing. So. Yeah,
0: that's, that's, an that's just my thought. You know, yeah.
1: they're, they're probably not conceding, but you know, it that's what it kind of appears like cuz Canon definitely is pushing for the 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 video people no doubt about it is on a what a 35 millimeter and a 50 millimeter lens like really you know 24 to 70 f4 is I don't need that as doing an ambient light you know natural light photography you know photography or doing a shoot with that that's not going not going to uh, cut it for me you know doing something like that you know but I can see it for video
2: this will uh... this will probably get Joe's Panties in a, a good bunch. Uh, didn't know this, and just looking this up. Parts of the Avengers was allegedly shot with a five D Mark II.
0: Oh, I'm not disputing that at all. I mean, Hollywood loves Sir, the five be- D Mark II. They, they, they do. So it's not something where I'm, I'm be saying the bias off. is bad. I'm just saying that it, it's that's my observation. So you know, call it as you will. But uh, it's just interesting how a lot more of their lenses, like they, you know, they have a macro lens now that has IS, which I'm
2: totally... Well, there's nothing wrong good. with IS. I love yeah, it. Yeah, totally
0: okay with it. It's just more of an observation of, you know, I've heard a lot of, you know, pro photographers, and especially if you're shooting in a studio on a tripod, IS doesn't matter. You know, it, it's just it's something that it, it doesn't really matter for you. But for somebody like me who's still trying to, I guess, find their craft... It's you know it's a different story you know my walkabout lens has IS on it and I love it like it saves my butt all the time, but you know I run into the issue that my sensor's crap so what are you yeah. gonna
1: do? I, I I mean IS is great for doing stuff like I I shot a tiny little wedding um, ended up ended up with a twenty four to one hundred five I keep mentioning this lens but. Um, I ended up with that on my camera. Um, did a wedding, the the whole timeline ran really late. So I ended up wanting to do outside pictures, it was completely dark outside. And I wanted to get one of those giant wide outs with them in front of the hotel with just the light coming in from the back window and all that and mm-hmm. tell you what the IS saved my tail. I got a really good picture. But you know, you know, so that's that's kind of what you still need it for is when you're still kind of, you know, faking it to make it, you know, and you wanna get a good image and it comes in for you then, but you know. But you're right, you know, tripods and stuff, you know, who, who's going to use that? But the guys with the video need it.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Video, definitely. I mean, I, I guess any time your camera's moving, you'll, you'll need it. But, you know, there's definitely times where I would be hard-pressed for them to, you know, update the 85 1.2 with IS because that thing is a monster. I don't know. That,
1: that sucker's heavy. I did an entire yeah, wedding. It's a monster. I did an entire so, wedding with that. My shots were starting to look angled at the end of the night.
2: Have you yeah, carried around uh, the 70 to 200?
0: <laughs> yeah, seventy two hundred is another big beast too. So, all right. So it looks like we're a couple, a uh, few minutes before the end of the hour. So I guess we'll probably wrap up. And I've been getting live Facebook notifications of people um, live blogging the, the talk so far. So I'm sure we'll have plenty of footage for next time.
2: Really? I'm but, not uh, saying this. Where's this guy? Uh,
0: I, I, I am. But it was a remark on my post. I don't think that you commented mm. on it, Zach. So anyway, but yeah, I want to thank you guys for uh, coming today, and we'll definitely, you know, bring a group. I'm thinking this is pretty good. Hopefully Jamie can join us next time, maybe somebody else, and uh, we'll talk more photo stuff. Looks like we have some great topics to talk soon, and, you know, now that it's dark enough for me to actually use my iPad to (laughs) show stuff. Silly cop. But yeah, yeah, I I think that this uh, was a great talk today, and looks like we'll... uh, you know, tighten it up, and for a beta talk, I only got kicked off twice, so I'll call that a win. Try using a real browser. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. I, I'm, I'm in Chrome. I'm in Chrome, but and you haven't been kicked off once. Yeah, uh, so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm using I'm Chrome. In Chrome
1: right now just because it was beneficial to logging everything.
0: Yeah, I, I'm using Chrome. It's just that my, for some reason, Safari was sucking up all my processor. So
2: again. Yeah. <laughs> Try using a real browser.
0: Uh, okay. So
2: I, I just want to say it's,
1: it's kind of it, it's kind of fun actually, like seeing an avatar move. Like <laughs> I've just been I've I've only seen Joe through avatar so far.
0: Uh, so oh yeah, it's, likewise. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm uglier it, in person, it, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. Kind of fun. Yeah, that, that's why I like avatars because I actually look better.
1: <laughs> I, I honestly hate seeing myself in pictures and on video and all. So this this is a step out from me. you guys forced me to do this, but <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying it. Well, hopefully we'll
0: get you back. We'll get you back. Oh, all right, I'll, so. I'll be back. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, we'll end this. I don't know how often we're going to do this, but we'll figure that out later. But, uh,
1: once a month. Yeah.
0: So I guess have a great night, everybody. And you know, signing off, Joe, from the F-Shop here we